Delhi, Chennai, Bangalore, Kolkata. No, guys, I am not mad. I am not randomly taking the names of the cities of India. These are the teams which have qualified for the playoffs of IPL 2021. And today we are going to talk about these four top four teams. So, hello and welcome to our fifteenth episode of our podcast, Cover Drive Collective. I am your host and friend Anand Samad, and I am joined today with my another co-host and friend Vashish Chhabria. So, before we know. We talk about the whole playoffs, how the week went. I want Vashes, you know, tell us about, you know, how did you find this this second phase, you know, of IPL in total. I mean, you know, the amount of matches, like you know, there were low scoring games and everything. Overall, how did you find this phase two of IPL and compare it with the phase one of IPL? Hey, Anand, how are you? Thank you for your very interesting question because I have a little bit. I have my two cents to throw at this question. I agree, it wasn't a high-scoring um, campaign for a lot of teams, with the exception of yesterday's match. This podcast is being recorded on Saturday. Um, Friday's match, of course, was a very sole exception. But otherwise, we haven't seen that many high-scoring matches from a lot of teams this year. Compared to the first leg of the IPL, and of course, um, the IPL in 2020 that was also played in the Middle East. So, by that, I don't mean the quality of cricket was bad. I don't mean that at all. We've had some fantastic performances and some fantastic nail-biting games, although with a low score. Obviously, RR Punjab being the most nail-biting of them all, and of course, yesterday's Delhi RCB match as well. So we've had close counters. We've had guys that have really stood up for their teams, and I have appreciated a lot of the performances. Although the brand of cricket that IPL presents to its audience, which is your slam bang sixes and fours rather than your occasional singles or doubles, so I feel hopefully next year the IPL finally makes a proper full season homecoming to India, and. we see some very high impact high scoring games especially in pitches like the chinnaswamy stadium which like you are always going to expect uh, an explosive game absolutely absolutely you know you are totally on point and you know if uh, unfortunately not a single game happened in chinnaswamy and eden gardens which are known to be high scoring grounds you know especially their flat decks over there and you know it, it's nightmare for the bowlers so uh, but you know we were have, we were seeing the phase one of ipl was very interesting you know the matches played in mankhade and in uh, you know chepok like yes both were different uh, chepok was very slow mankhade was producing uh, high scoring games like the rcb csk and then you know even delhi you know let's not forget delhi because the uh, micsk happened on the delhi page around 230 or 220 odds mi scored you know the chase down csk's total so we were seeing high scoring games you know uh, in uh, in the phase 1 of ipl yes phase 2 hasn't been you know up to the mark or up to the expectations which we always you know think that ipl will come so yeah you're absolutely right on that point vashist absolutely but anand i do have to ask you this we have come to a stage in in the ipl now every league stage match is up it's only the playoffs now and four teams that you have mentioned earlier have made it to your top four 
out of these four teams, which team do you think has made the most impact, given the most comprehensive performance, not only with bat, not only with ball, but also on the field? Okay, now it's a very debatable question. Okay, because I've not got one team, I've got two teams, and I'm going to uh, to, and those two teams are, you know, these they are they are such kind of teams who. they come with a lot of promise they have come with a lot of promise uh, you know over the years but haven't been delivering delhi capitals and royal challengers bangalore mm-hmm. these two teams have made the most you know in all perform, you know all departments of the game whether it is batting bowling or fielding they have given their best and even like you know these two teams have been the best so far i'm not i'm a csk fan i am still going for dc rcb because that's the kind of cricket they have played i mean dc you know it, they did uh, two over mi this season you know last year they couldn't even get one game over over mi so it's the first team who has got you know to uh, to get two two over mi and csk respectively so dc first and rcb of course and you can't doubt rcb's campaign this year they have given excellent performances in both legs of the tournament it's very hard to give to give such performances on both sides because some players do well in a few months and some players don't it's all about the variations in form but rcb as a core of course ab de villiers particularly hasn't been able to get that that get that much going in this leg of the ipl but your harshal patels have been delivering virat kohli has been giving you those consistent 30s and 40s and even 50s at times additions like ks bharat have been amazing and of course you have chehel who's come out to be this wonderful leg spinner which we all missed the past so many months so i completely agree rcb have been completely dominating and potentially a finalist they just have to get through the team that i feel have given their best in the second leg and that's the kolkata night riders absolutely i mean vashist you uh, before we come to kolkata night riders you forgot the big show clan maxwell 650s my god he's got 1250s in the ipl era and six have come in this year so that shows he's loving the environment in rcba and you know uh now this takes me back to 2021 uh, ipl auction where csk and rcb were continuously fighting for glen maxwell because they both wanted an all rounder though you know csk settled for mohin ali and uh, rcb for, uh, won that battle with maxwell but i mean both the all rounders have given their best to both the teams but glen maxwell even more that big show i mean hats off man he's in the form of his life i've never ever seen glen maxwell in that kind of a form after 2014 no so doubt. you forgot big show so now coming to kolkata night riders i mean i feel they are the silent killers in this you know what to say in this year's ipl actually this year we always have sunrisers hyderabad as the silent killers i think kolkata night riders just took that position only for this year so i mean we all are, you know everyone's focus is on dc rcb csk who is going to win but everyone is ignoring kolkata night riders and i think you know they are going to make the most of his most of it because you know they might be thinking see the limelight is not on us we are underdogs over so why not just give our best and see what happens you never know if it's their day you know one person as ms dhoni says playoffs is a lottery ticket you know one uh, one person having a good day in the opposite team you're out so you you never know with kolkata night riders vashist absolutely and the the biggest thing was when they pushed their net run rate up 
in that fantastic game two two key games where they really got their net, net run rate high up and that was first of course the kolkata night riders versus um mumbai indians where they completed a very comprehensive run chase with a lot of balls remaining and then their match against the rajasthan royals where they had a very high total and they got rr out for only 84 or 85 so these two wins really got their net run rate up to such a level where mumbai needed a 171 lead to even be considered in the top 4 absolutely i mean you know talking about that uh, you know i am really happy to see ishan kishan surya kumar yadav to you know come back in form 84 from 30 some 30 odd balls ishan kishan man and surya kumar yadav we started a little bit slowly but then he picked up carnage is an understatement of what they did yesterday night Absolutely. guys yes i mean the the way ishan kishan was hitting the ball at one stage i really thought he's going to go and hit 150 odd runs i was really thinking i mean okay uh is is am i really going to go for 270 280 i mean the way they both were playing my god no doubt i mumbai indians yesterday by mumbai indians i only mean two players because none of the others managed to step up quinton decock rohit sharma the pandya brothers none of them really came to the table but these two the two guys that we have so much of an expectation from because they are getting selected for the T20 World Cup and the performance that they gave just to prove to the selectors that please retain our spot we are useful we are value to our team and they came out with with all kinds of different kinds of shots especially Ishan Kishan was hitting your traditional slog sweep your slog shots and that was all well and good because Ishan Kishan is good at that he's good at power hitting but Surya Kumar Yadav's shot selection hitting the ball 360 degrees all over the field and those cheeky switch hits that he was making trying to maneuver the ball between gaps as as someone who appreciates batting in all facets not just your your hitting your power hitting i think surya kumar yadav not as a high strike rate as ishan kishan gave a much better batting performance yeah absolutely and plus you know his favorite area fine leg and deep square leg i mean that is that is the area which he favors the most and you know uh, i think over the coming matches and over the coming years you know the teams will figure out that is is you know strong point and they will be having a deep square leg back and a fine leg back whenever he comes into you know uh, whenever he comes into bat because uh, if you remember you know his first ball he hit for six and that was over deep fine leg so i mean you you give him a short ball you know up to his uh, way, you know on through the leg stump and he'll flick you uh, you know flick you that side so i mean not only he could play those kind of shots but as you said uh, you know proper proper clean hitting you when you see you know it's like honey to the eyes if i have to sum it up in a line so surya kumar yadav class power everything ishan kishan is a rookie young lad he was just going bang 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 yes he was not you know what to say looking good to the eye but those shots he was he was he's an he's an orthodox player if i have to say but nonetheless unless he gets the job done that's what matters no doubt and that six that you mentioned was against a bowler like jofra archer so you Absolutely. knew that this guy that this guy really has it in him to take on any bowler from any part of the world and he will be a very valuable asset to the t20 world cup squad absolutely so this was mi and you know 
you know if you're talking about players only i would like to have a special mention of a young guy umran malik okay i mean that guy 153 point something the highest you know that was the fastest delivery he bowled and he's from jammu kashmir guys okay and i'm so and he right now he's been selected as a net bowler for india in the t20 world cup this young lad has got serious pace i mean uh, i mean you know uh, srh rcb you could see after the game he, he was there with virat kohli getting his bat sign you know his t-shirt sign and then later on in yesterday's match he was taking tips from uh, jaspreet bumrah this guy is going to go places vashisht and mm-hmm. you know not only that you know it's it's he's just 21 years of 21 years age i mean he's 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 our age and you know this guy is going to another levels Yes, he still got a long way to go. He he needs to improve on his line and length. He needs to develop the slower deliveries, those knuckle balls, those off cutters, and many other variations. But man, you, you know, a uh, Indian fast bowler developing such pace, it, it just you know, as an Indian cricket fan, it just uh, makes me so proud and makes me so happy. And he comes from a place where there is not much cricket played because of certain circumstances. no doubt and he will come out being such a strong prospect i can see him absolutely killing it in your domestic tournaments like your said mushtaq ali and your vijay hazares and if he's put out there in the auction there's going to be some serious bid for him in the mega auction absolutely absolutely but so- now anand i'm sorry to cut you off but now there is a lot to talk about in the top 4 teams because now we have this close to the playoffs in fact the the episode's going to go out on the day of the playoff itself and the first match delhi versus chennai what a long way these two teams have made to to reaching this point your favorite team is chennai super kings so i want to ask you about Chennai's journey from having a sort of a downhill slide in last year's IPL um which also happened in the Middle East and now this year where they resurged starting in India and took that momentum this leg as well so you know as ms dhoni said we are known for comebacks and we will make a comeback and that's what this team did i mean IPL 2021 everyone said you know they are down and out okay these are these are oldies daddy's army okay i mean they they won the ipl in 2018 they they came they they fell short by a one run in 2019 yes 2020 was a dip year but 2021 they're back in the playoffs so i mean if you see out of the four years three years they have lived up to the expectations so and no one you know man literally hardly any so called experts counted them in the top four but there they are number two position and you know though the legend ms dhoni is not firing because you know when ms dhoni fires the team does well but in this you know in this season we have seen ms dhoni not getting much chance or you know keeping himself down he uh, the team has flourished like ruturaj gaikwad fav duplessy i i just read a stat they they both have scored 46% of the, of uh, chennai super kings runs i mean they are in the top 4 of the leading run scorers in ipl that says everything fav duplessy is number 2 and ruturaj gaikwad is number 3 and if i am not wrong shikhar dhawan is number 4 so this is it i mean uh, you know the openers have done well yes suresh raina has not come to the party nor as ms dhoni but ambati raidu has done decently scoring two half centuries and you know few 30s 40s over there so he's done his part in the middle order moin ali you know giving that impetus to the innings which was uh, lacking in 2020 and the bowlers have done well like shardul thakur deepak chahar josh hazelwood so 
in you know overall this team has done well yes you know they have hit a slight downhill again when it came to the playoffs in the last three matches they have lost even though rutaraj gaikwad scored 100 they could not win but i mean i feel you know fingers crossed uh, dc has got two over csk this year and csk has got two over rcb this year rcb has got two over dc so it's it's just a full triangle you really never know what's going to happen and i i hope you know they go to the finals once again because and win it so i just hope csk goes in the final and we can see a csk rcb final i mean virat kohli ms dhoni does it even get any bigger no so, doubt yeah. and it would be an excellent excellent final to have but two players from csk that i want to give a special shout out to you mentioned rutaraj gaikwad of course and moin ali and ambati raidu but two guys that i really felt really stepped up in the second leg especially and that's dwayne bravo yes he is fabulous bowling like we completely forgot about dwayne bravo when we previewed uh chennai uh, all those episodes ago we didn't give him that much of a mention because we were thinking guys like deepak chahar and sam karan will come josh hazelwood will come steaming in but dwayne bravo was the silent killer with his beautiful slow balls and his contributions with the bat as well so bravo was a real standout this time and the second guy my favorite player ravindra jadeja has been fantastic yes. this entire season my favorite innings was him against harshal patel in the last over against rcb uh, when they played in the feroz shah kotla stadium so uh, actually they played in vankade i'm so sorry oh, it was it was vankade okay it was yeah. in vank okay vankade you can expect explosive hitting then the, the, the pitch is known for that so okay. yeah there was there was a lot to see from jadeja a lot to see from bravo and it's that top order then a little lull in the middle and then your lower orders again strong again ms dhoni sort of has this template where your bowlers bat till about 10 i mean your team bats till about 10 and josh hazelwood being the only person that's a pure bowler everyone else can definitely contribute with the bat and that's what's special about the chennai super kings absolutely absolutely i mean i mean you know it's it's so good that jadeja has in the over the past 2 to 3 years since 2018 is developed into that finisher okay i mean you you look he comes in against kkr he smacks 22 of 9 balls and he goes and he wins it for the team so you know he's developed into that finisher those finishing touches which the old ms dhoni used to give us you know just coming out there whacking few sixes for and like let's go gentlemen let's have a cup of tea and that role has been taken over by jadeja now he comes in he smacks few sixes for wins the game and like come on gentlemen let's go and have a cup of tea so this is what ravindra jadeja has done and yeah I, you really pointed out i mean i it just slipped my mind so good good point vashish good point and well not talking about delhi capitals i mean vashish uh, i know you're a big fan of delhi capitals so tell me about delhi's performance in the phase 2 so phase 2 started off very well for the delhi capitals of course um there was a little there were a few questions um of course because in the middle marcus stoinis was injured and there was a lot to be uh, there was a lot to be asked for and their first game against the sunrisers where they chased a very low total easily and then they stacked up wins of course they had a little bit of a hiccup in the middle but i feel like Delhi, even with one less overseas player, there have been a few games where they've come in with only three overseers, 
and they've uh, benched someone like Steve Smith, who I consider one of the best batsmen, of course, in the test format, but one of the best batsmen in the world. They benched him for a guy named Ripal Patel, who did fairly okay. So I don't know that decision where, where the priorities were at the time, but even without a power player like Marcus Stoinis, Delhi Capitals have performed absolutely well. And most credit goes to, of course, as mentioned in the previous episode, Ricky Ponting's way of uh, managing the team dynamics. But you also have to give it to this bowling unit that they have. Of course, you have talented batsmen like Prithvi Shaw, Shikhar Dhawan, Rishabh Pant, Shreya Sayar. But I think the guys that have really stood up for Delhi are the bowlers. Akshar Patel has been fantastic and has really justified his position in the T20 World Cup over a lot of other spinners that weren't selected. You have guys like Avesh Khan who have come in. And of course, he's the second highest wicket taker after Harshal Patel. So Avesh Khan has been fantastic. And then, of course, the South African duo of Andrik Nokia and Kagiso Rabada, who have been fantastic as well. So overall, Delhi has given a very strong performance. And rather than their batting, I've been more impressed by how they've bowled this season. Absolutely. Actually, I was going to, you know, pick up that point. I was about to say that, you know, Delhi's bowlers have have win them matches. And it it is not the batsmen who have won them games. It's their bowlers. I mean, you look at their, you know, uh, if you just pull out some stats or you pull out the last few matches, it's the bowling that has done it, except for the last match yesterday. But Avesh Khan, you know, that young young guy, you know, playing next to Kagiso Rabada, I mean, and and uh, Andrik Norki and plus with uh, Ricky Ponting, so that guy can go places. He's he's actually second as you mentioned, and plus Ishan Sharma in the dugout. So I mean, a lot of experience, a lot of youth. So Avesh Khan has really done well. It's actually their main Indian core, you know. That's that's done r- really well. And how can you forget Rishabh Pant? Yes, uh, it's it's Ricky Ponting, but I mean. I, I said on my Insta story a few months back in the month of April, you know, when the IPL was about to start and he was named captain because Shreya Sayer was injured. I said it will be the year of Rishabh Pant and that is what is happening. Yes, he had a dull period in the England tour, but he's back, man. He's he he's going to, he's at the helm of his, you know, uh, powerless and he can win the IPL, uh, you know, for the first time. So... Let's see what happens. But yeah, Delhi, it's it's Delhi, it's the capital boys and their bowling performance. It's not the batsmen. Yes, Shikhar Dhawan, Prithvisha have done well, but it's the bowlers. No doubt. But I have something to ask you. Yes. Out of Shreya Sayar and Rishabh Pant, who would you rather see in that World Cup squad or would you see both of them? I would see both of them. I'll be very honest because see, there have been collapses of Delhi. Okay, see, the pitches weren't uh, that far and wasn't assisting the batsmen. It was Shreyas Ayer who was there, okay, in the phase two that got them, in the middle order actually, that got, uh, got them to win matches. If I'm not wrong, he played two to three cr- uh, crucial knocks of 40s and 30s, which won them, you know, those low scoring games. It wasn't Rishabh Pant. He was playing some, you know, uh, loose shots and getting out. So if, if it wasn't for Shreyas Ayer, uh, Delhi wouldn't have been here uh, where they are right now. So yes, uh, I would have them both. Rishabh Pant, no doubt, his for his wicket keeping skills. There's no other be- uh, better wicket keeper right now. Yes, MS Dhoni has retired, but in the current format, in the current generation of cricketers, there's no better wicket keeper right now. So Rishabh Pant for his wicket keeping skills and yes, for his batting, you know, 
coming down the end and just finishing matches. But I feel Shreyas Iyer has to be there because he can he knows when to accelerate and when to you know uh, pull the button. So yeah. Absolutely, I completely agree with you, Rishabh Pant, for his keeping and his the left hand option that he gives you in the middle order, and of course Shreya Sayer, who's now named a reserve. But if he can make his way up to the top, the top eleven, I think that there's nothing like it because you need a power hitter like Shreya Sayer, and usually he does play at number four, and he's flourished at number four for India. But even if he comes down at five and plays. I don't see any problem with that. With Hardik Pandya joining in at number six, absolutely, absolutely. So this was Delhi. This was Chennai. So now let's talk about your not so favorite team, Vashist Royal Challengers, Bangalore, and Virat Kohli's yeah. captaincy. I know, I know. I knew this was a push that would come out of your mouth. Yuck. <laughs> If there's one team I don't like, it's the RCB. I'm only fond of De Villiers and Maxwell, or else I don't know. Just I don't get a good vibe from the team. I know, I know. That's why I asked you only purposely. You give us a review on that team. You know, I mean, though you don't like that team much, give us a review. So to begin the second leg, I was overjoyed to see Kolkata absolutely destroy RCB. Sunil Nara and Varun Chakravarti. Lower RCB down to a total of ninety-two. It was obviously a very restructured team that came in because Srikar Bharat was not even given a single game in the previous leg. Or uh, it was Rajat Patidar who was batting at number three at the time, and now Patidar is nowhere to be seen. RCB did try to experiment with guys like Sachin Baby for a game or two, which is, I guess, fine. Vainindu Hasaranga, who you and I were looking forward to so much after his performance in Sri Lanka, deflated. Kyle Jamison, someone who absolutely decimated India in the World Test Championship final, was benched. So RCB started off with a very questionable lineup, but then they started finding their own. I think the only sort of um, weak link in the team, in the at, at least in their batting, is this guy named Dan Christian. I don't know why he's in the team or what he's doing there because he's not contributing at all with the bat and he's getting these flukish wickets. So I don't know what DC is doing in their team, but you have to also appreciate. Some really good performances in on the bowling side. Of course, Harshal Patel being your purple cap holder. Bowling quite well, I think. Mohammad Siraj as well has been quite the solid bowler, and Chehel has made his wonderful comeback. So I'm very impressed with that. Absolutely, absolutely, and you know, uh, the for everyone out there listening to us, they lost the first three games, and it was you know, and they won the last four games on a trot. So that says a uh, that says everything, and they might you know. Uh, You know they might go on to win the IPL, but I, I'm just going to pin uh, you know just going to pin a needle on every RCB's fans balloon of winning the IPL. Whoever, whichever team has the purple cap, they have never won the IPL. Okay, so I am so sorry, all the RCB fans, but it is a trend that the purple cap, you know, holder like you know which the bowler who has the purple cap. Has never that team has never ever. Wait won a second. IP. Wait a second. In the yeah. playoffs, didn't Bumrah hold the purple cap for a bit um, last year, and then Rabada no, only no. got back yeah, the purple yeah. cap in the final. Yeah, 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 yeah. But Rabada got it back, but he lost. See, I mean, I can give you examples. Twenty thirteen, 
Dwayne Bravo 32 wickets lost against MI 2019 Imran Tahir purple cap lost Bhuvaneshwar Kumar okay 2017 2015 lost okay so you you'd rather have the orange one than the purple one i mean the orange I mean, one always ends up with kl rahul for some reason yeah, yeah. and they barely even qualify yeah exactly and not only this even you know uh, whoever whichever team has the orange and the purple caps those teams have lost so i'm so glad csk does not have an orange cap right now and i'm very happy if ruturaj gaikwad fab duplessy you know they score runs but not that much that they get the orange cap or take it from kl rahul i'll be really like okay you score runs win the win the match and just get the cup home so i'm so sorry rcb fans so tell arshal patel not to take more wickets and give it to avesh khan no no avesh khan doesn't need the purple cap he's got his technique and economy very much better OMG that was a quite a burn for RCB fans i guess but but you know yeah, absolutely uh, RCB has won four games on the trot as you mentioned yeah so but what game according to you has really shifted the gears for RCB in the second leg cuz they didn't seem to be in their winning way so what do you think was a turning point for them the game against mi you know where they won uh, i think around with 45 or 40 plus runs or 50 plus runs and where Harshal Patel took that attack. So that kick started this campaign in the uh, second phase of the IPL. This is what I feel. You know, from there on, they they kept on winning, 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 and except for SRH, uh, you know, where they, if they would have won that game, they would have been in the top two. But unfortunately, they they are going to play the qualifier two and eliminator. So let's see now what happens. No doubt, and honestly. this came hand in hand with glen maxwell's return to form so we didn't see him explode that much in the first two games at least but yeah, yeah. when glen maxwell started hitting then rcb started gearing up in their winning ways again and and i'm a huge maxwell fan so i'm glad to see this happen hopefully yeah, absolutely. hopefully maxwell has a cold or something when they face kkr this coming monday <laughs> let's see let's see i mean you know uh, there's a very interesting point i would like to you know uh, point out rcb had a history virat kohli or uh, abd villers bo- or both of them are not firing with the bat rcb used to not do well but now abd villers is not firing with the bat virat kohli is doing decently and it's it's glen maxwell in the middle you, you see glen maxwell is giving those crucial knocks which abd villers used to give He's taking off the pressure of Devilers. Yes, uh, Devilers is in batting well, but it's fine. It's it absolutely fine because he's done it over over and over again, and he did it in the phase one also. So you know, just few bad matches doesn't spoil his legacy or what he has done for RCB. So it's I feel Glenn Maxwell, as you pointed out, and Virat Kohli and the others revolving around him. Like we can see, K, you know, KS Bharat sometimes Padikal, sometimes Virat Kohli. So and, and even you know that young guy S Ahmed. So I mean, yes, uh, he's not got much to bat, but he's done his job. I mean, uh, eight eight balls, fifteen twenty runs. You know, those 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 kind of short innings which matter most, and you know they, they they go unnoticed. True, true. But one guy that they should absolutely remove is Dan Christian. He's taking away an <laughs> overseas slot. Why are you Why are you behind that? Why are you behind his fans? I mean, yes, he's not done well. He's scoring. He's scoring binary digits: one, 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 zero, zero, zero. I think this is this is what I read online, uh, you know, on ESPN uh, about his batting scores. But it's fine. I mean, it's okay. You never know when it's his day. It's his day, man. 
no doubt he i've seen him in the big bash and i was very impressed and i was quite excited when i saw him show up in the auctions and rcb picking him up for i think it was 4.5 crore or something so i was i was quite happy with that selection at the time but then when i saw him play for rcb i was like what is this guy doing here he looks very out of place maybe he misses the pitches of sydney and melbourne and adelaide and would pro- probably perform better there see i'll be very honest i and i'm going to get a lot of hate from rcb fans but you know any player who comes to rcb their performance uh, performance goes down except for maxwell maxwell is an exception okay so max leaving maxwell you take kl rahul you you take any you take shane watson you take any player they they've gotten out of rcb and they've done better exactly so, and that just shows virat kohli's captaincy Sorry to come bring on, that up, Anand. Come on, seriously, I'm going to throw something from my house to your house. Seriously, stop, stop going after Virat Kohli's captaincy. I mean, you're not praising him for what he did for Maxwell. You're not praising him for what he did for KS Bharat. I mean, right now, I just uh, you know read KS Bharat what he said. He is like Virat Kohli loves youngsters. He's always motivating. He's a very funny guy. He's very approachable. So now you're not saying anything. You you just want to you just want to find a reason and go behind Virat Kohli. man you can't stop me from that and this is my la- this is my last time ever being able to do this because then he drops captaincy from both the indian t20 as well as the rcb side yeah so so take how much ever you know fun you want after that he won't give you virat kohli the captain won't give you any reason to get disappointed true my lack of content will then start after <laughs> yeah he will go after virat kohli the batsman <laughs> no no as a batsman i still know that he is absolutely He's absolutely on point, and I feel that him opening either with Rohit Sharma or KL Rahul for the T20 World Cup would be an absolute asset. I think. Um, I feel KL Rahul should be promoted up the order and open with Kohli, but a lot of people will say that Rohit Sharma is the more is the more reliable, more consistent option. So that debate is for another day. We'll we'll settle that debate on our mega episode next week. Finally, coming to one team that. i think has surprised the both of us and that's kkr anand what yes. what have we seen what is this revelation that morgan is brought about see i feel you know they must have thought what's gone it's gone it's a fresh start it's a new start see if ipl if this ipl was continued if there was not a break okay uh, that you know they see sometimes you know when you are going in a down phase you would like to take some time off and regroup Okay, now if this this was a two month continuous uh, tournament, I I could bet my money, you know, uh, like thousand dollars if you want. KKR wouldn't be in this position if uh, you know right now, and and you can see the same for MI also. Okay, MI was just tearing off after their win against CSK on first of May, but then suddenly a break came, and now they, see they are not even in qualified. so it all depends you know sometimes when you're going in a down phase you just need to regroup go to the drawing board and come back and that's what kolkata night riders did right absolutely and that change of bringing in venkatesh ayer to yeah Ooh, my god trust me i'm so sorry but that that guy has really really impressed me not to yes he's a top order batsman who can bowl i mean that's rare rare sight man a top order opening batsman can bowl i think the biggest breakout star that i have seen this tournament venkatesh ayer this guy can bat he can bowl he's got style he's got swag 
if he is not considered to open the innings somewhere down the line maybe in a few months or a few years if india is doing something very similar to what they did earlier this year where a team went for their test matches to england but another team went for their white ball to sri lanka if something like that is done again somewhere down the line i think venkatesh iyer deserves to be on that white ball flight to wherever they go absolutely i mean not only venkatesh iyer ruturaj gaikwad yashashvi jaiswal dev that padikal i mean i can go on and on and on i can i can produce you a young 11 i can get you a young 11 indian team chetan sakaria avesh khan uh, umran malik no doubt no doubt but but kkr have had one horrible match which i i just got really bored of watching which was uh, the kolkata night riders versus the uh, punjab kings which was a very 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 slow paced boring match i think except for nitish rana and of course venkatesh iyer as mentioned before no one really exploded you had some high scores from rahul and mayank but it was a match which should have ended a long time ago but just it just went on and on they just kept trading like they just okay no it's time for you to lose no it's time for you to lose and it was just a very poor match overall what do you think about it yeah i mean i, I don't remember that match much but it it was just like you know they did not have any intent to win i guess they were all taking it lightly lightly and then all came down to the nrr but it is what it is i mean i trust me kkr can do wonders they can upset the top 3 teams i'm not even kidding they have nothing to lose the no limelight is on them they were like okay let's come on boys let's go and play let's let's do our best shivam mavi then uh, you have got shuman gill nitish rana rahul tripathi they are all in decent good form and and the, yes dc rcb csk are top and are much better teams than them but they have nothing to lose i i really feel they can they can upset and they can turn around this playoffs no doubt so it's predictions time anand um before i ask you who's going to win who's going to lose we we have already mentioned the top four teams do you foresee any squad changes anyone that's to be benched that's to be promoted any anyone that should come back from an injury or do you think all four squads should stay exactly the same uh, i feel robin utappa will be rested and suresh raina will come back because in the last two to three games he wasn't playing So I I feel Chinnathalai will come back in the CSK side, and I don't see any changes uh, in DC. Maybe they could get Steve Smith because it's a bigger occasion, and you need a more experienced batsman in the middle order. So, so I guess they might get Steve Smith back Delhi, but you know why to change a winning combination? And I don't see any changes for KKR and RCB too. So that's okay. it. Fair oh, what about you? What about you? What do you think? Oh, I see a lot of changes. Oh my god. <laughs> of course, of course when it comes to me I always have the controversial changes. Yeah, tell oh, me. I have good news for at least all the Delhi fans out there. Marcus Toynis is likely to come back to fitness and will be available for selection in the first qualifier. So, bye-bye Mr. Repal Patel. Okay. Marcus okay. Toynis comes back at number 6, so you have four overseers. You will have Shimron Hetmyer, Marcus Toynis, Kagiso Rabada and Andrik Nokia. so that's for delhi for csk i completely agree with you um robin uttapa will take the back seat while suresh raina comes back or as mentioned before if jagadeesan can come back instead of raina nothing like it cuz 
he's a young fresh talent and if ruturaj gaikwad can get a go ahead so can this guy but if raina is fit then prioritize getting suresh raina back on track then Absolutely. for rcb my heart says dan christian can go back to sleep and bring back someone like vainindu hasaranga maybe give him one last chance on those pitches because now they're starting to turn now they're starting to give more turn than they did previously and if hasaranga can come back then he is going to trouble a lot of the batsmen especially kkr who are susceptible to spin bowling then That's- um the final team kolkata night riders i see no change except andre russell if he's fit he comes back and um tim saudi can go back or or you know you can just uh, make make shakibal hasan sit if you want oh, yeah, to shakib really not tim saudi shakib can sit i don't like shakib at all i mean yes uh, but i feel you know shakibal hasan has done a decent job for whatever number of games he has got so i feel uh, shakib then mankatesh ayer and andre russell they, they will make a good combination tim saudi can sit if they want absolutely so that would be now it's the winning predictions who do you think is going to win the first qualifier and who's going to win the first eliminator well i want rcb csk final so i am going to say csk winning uh, going into the final tomorrow that is qualifier one fingers crossed i really hope csk goes and you know they win at least a match against dc because the last five matches dc has the wood over csk so i feel csk goes into the playoff rcb wins the qualifier two and eliminator respectively and so yeah i feel csk rcb i mean nothing can get bigger than that no doubt absolutely virat kohli ms dhoni a momentous final and we have seen rcb csk in the final before i think 2011 2011 so it will be 10 years since rcb csk and come on Virat Kohli's last game, or you know, last tournament as RCB's captain against his, you know, his mentor, his friend, Virat. Uh, sorry, MS Dhoni. So, I mean, come on, man. If you don't have RCB CSK, then what's the point of having RCB CSK in the top four? Also, no doubt, I would love to see that match happen, and I would, I, I would say that it would be a momentous match, but. looking at how the form is and stoinis coming back i think delhi is going to mark its ticket to dubai in the final after beating csk in qualifier 1 of course the eliminator i feel the night riders are going to trump rcb with bat and ball i feel like i don't know how good virat kohli will be against your leg spinners because virat kohli hasn't traditionally been excellent against leg spin so sunil narayan varun chakravarti these guys are really going to really going to go for virat kohli's wicket and then a batting collapse after so if kkr can beat both rcb and csk which they have done before i think they can make it to the final with dc so i feel you know either it's going to be csk rcb or dc csk this is what i feel okay and because csk has won both their matches against kkr in this ipl and even cs and same against rcb so i feel either dc csk or rcb csk i don't see kkr i feel they'll be out uh, on the 11th on monday this is going to be a very interesting couple of uh, days for us anand then we yes, will yes. be back to review the entire ipl with the finals 
So it's going to be a very exciting time. And of course, the T20 World Cup is also upon us. So there's going to be a lot to talk about. And we'll also be talking about the big clash. You know, the whole world is waiting for 24th October, India versus Pakistan. Oh my. Oh my. Yes, yeah. all Babar Azam fans unite. This is Virat Kohli. So, yes, guys, stay tuned to the Cover Drive Collective. So, uh, for now, take care, be safe, get vaccinated, and don't forget to wear a mask. So, signing off, Vashish Chabria, Anand Samad. Thank care. you, everyone. Bye-bye.